Welcome. This is Anika Nicole, a certified spiritual life coach. You're listening to a Soulful Rebellion podcast. This show is here to help you overcome toxic religious programming so that you can live life more authentically. I coach people who are going through a spiritual awakening journey by helping them move past limiting beliefs, affirm their true identity, and walk according to their divine calling. If all that resonates, then this show is created especially for you. Hey there, and welcome back again to a Soulful Rebellion podcast. This is your host, Anika Nicole. In today's episode, I want to unravel the complexities of balancing your traditional religious beliefs with your evolving spirituality. One thing I know is that there are more and more people walking away from religion, and for a myriad of reasons. I know one of the trending topics that is out there is church hurt. So one of the reasons why people walk away from church is because they experience spiritual harm or, or abuse in a number of ways from people within the church or church leaders or while in the church. Another common reason is that people are going through a deconstruction of their faith. And just in case you're not familiar with faith deconstruction or that term faith deconstruction, what it means is to deeply reevaluate what it is you believe. And people are reevaluating their beliefs in a way that it is causing them to rethink their traditional beliefs overall. Another common one is decolonizing their faith. And when it comes to decolonizing your faith or your spirituality, it has a lot to do with dismantling ways in your thinking and ways in your beliefs that was or that has been attached to colonial thinking or white supremacist value thinking. And I could dive into all those topics for another day. But um, I'm bringing all this up and saying all this to say that a common challenge, of course, that comes up with all of this is trying to figure out how to rectify your traditional beliefs with your evolving faith. So first, let's talk about what does it mean to spiritually evolve? By nature of us being humans, we naturally experience growth, maturity, and development from the time that we are born in our physical and mental areas and aspects of our life, as well as our spiritual. So when we talk about what it means to spiritually evolve, we are talking about a transformation of your consciousness or your conscious awareness, a deepened understanding of who you are, um, deepening your connection to the divine, or gaining a higher level of understanding of life and the world around you. So spiritual evolution impacts so many different areas of your life and so many different aspects of who you are. So one being personal transformation. When you go through a spiritual evolution, you'll experience personal transformation. You may be compelled to change certain habits or behaviors or patterns in your life for the better. Examples of this could be giving up alcohol. One thing that people do when they experience a shift in their spiritual evolution is that they might give up alcohol. They might change their diet and feel like they want to pick a healthier, more nutritional path. It could be drugs too. Like I'm not typically people who already have some religious background aren't, aren't already like drinking and doing drugs, but people who haven't, that might be one thing that they give up. That's just to give you one example. Another example could be deciding that you want to do more acts of service, like volunteering in your community Things like that. Another thing that um, another area of your life where a spiritual evolution may impact you is it increases your consciousness. You gain a higher conscious awareness. This means that you have a deeper awareness of what your inner thoughts are, deeper awareness of your emotional 
well-being. And one example of how this might impact our life is that we people may begin to uh, engage in more mindfulness practices. People may begin to decide that they want to meditate more often as a way to find stability and groundedness in their life or as a way to increase their level of self-awareness. Another one is a shift in your belief system. So when you spiritually evolve, you have a natural tendency to question things. You may not be filled with deeper questions about certain philosophies or spiritual beliefs you've been taught. You may have more questions about certain societal norms or things you see in a culture that you feel that you feel now that you're out of alignment with so this could look like okay you were raised christian catholic you know whatever given religion you were raised in and then you go through a shift in your beliefs or a shift in your spiritual evolution and then you begin to question that tradition that you were raised in it could also be the reverse where you were raised in a non-religious household or you had no idea of what it was to practice any faith but then you go through a shift in your spiritual evolution and then you decide you know what i want to deepen my faith by choosing a practice or choosing a tradition that aligns with my values so here's the thing oftentimes when we experience a shift in our spirituality or spiritual beliefs there are challenges that arise when new beliefs push up against traditional beliefs so one of the things is you may experience some uh, uncomfortable emotions that come up when you undergo spiritual evolution the heightened level of consciousness often prompts a reassessment of your beliefs this process can trigger a lot of uncomfortable feelings and uncomfortable emotions especially if you were previously under the influence of a specific religious framework <laughs> i want to say under the influence that kind of has like a negative vibe there but you know what i mean like one especially if you were raised in a specific traditional religious background christianity muslim islam whatever it is you know if it was characterized by a stringent set of rules or fear-based tactics when these new beliefs come up that are in complete opposition to the beliefs that you were raised with, you might have some feelings that come up around that. Um, the questioning of convictions that were once deeply held may be a thing, and it can invoke or evoke a range of common emotional challenges. Some of it could be things like fear of rejection. You know that your newfound beliefs aren't accepted by your spiritual community, family, your friends, so you're afraid to be open about it for fear you'll be rejected or treated differently or made fun of. So... An example of this could be opening up about your acceptance of the LGBTQIA plus community or coming out. That is a very common one because if you were raised in a tradition where being a part of the LGBTQIA plus community is wrong or devalued or seen as sinful or scornful and you're having uh, an identity crisis where you know that you identify and you want to come out. You'll be afraid to do that because of the rejection. A lot of people have internalized the, the hate that has come with that as well, too. So you also reject aspects of yourself. And then the other part is if you are a person that has shifted your thinking about people of the community, then you're afraid to open up about it because you know that you're going to be met with a lot of um, disapproval of thought about what you're feeling or thinking. With that, you can also or you may also experience feelings of guilt and shame. Another aspect that accompanies spiritual evolution is the emergence of feelings of guilt and shame. This may stem from opening up about your evolving beliefs. As mentioned earlier, when you undergo this evolution, your habits, behaviors, and thought patterns shift. There's a concern that expressing these changes openly might lead to embarrassment or shame. So just like I said before, you know, if you 
open up to certain people around you, you'll experience fear or rejection. You Or you might just have the shame that comes with having having that thought in and of itself because you were taught that having those feelings, having those thoughts or thinking that way is wrong. So even though from an intellectual perspective, you have that shift, the emotion of guilt and shame may be there and may be a thing that you are battling with. An example of that could be diving into non-traditional spiritual practices. This could look like doing things like... Um, well, let me just give you my example. I, I, I believe I've used this before, but I remember when I first started to experiment with tarot cards, it was something that I kind of kept very private for a long time because for me, it wasn't so much the guilt and shame, I'll admit, but it was more the fear of rejection that came with it because I know if my family found out, especially the more traditional Christian members of my family found out about it, which did actually happen, there will be a fear of rejection. There will be there will be that overt rejection and admonishment about my practice and just a little background i remember i had brought my little box of tarot cards with me when i was visiting one family member and i forgot to tuck them back in my bag and i left them out in the bed in their household and i remember that news got back to my mom and then my mom called me on the phone to like of course you know tell me how she was concerned with me for my salvation <laughs> because i was using tarot cards and a common belief for many Christians, at least for my faith tradition and background, is that when you use tarot cards, it opens you up to demonic forces. That is a common belief. Been using tarot cards for a long time now, actual years, have not had any demonic experience. Just for those people that are wondering and are afraid. Yeah, so those are common things. Another thing that comes up is a conflict of identity. Where I continue, if you hear hissing in the background or clanking, I have one of those radiators um common in new york city and a lot of major apartment buildings yeah so i live one of those old ones so you might hear some clanking because it's a very very wintry day of january in new york city it is below freezing temperature so hopefully it's not distracting enough that you will be able to still hear me but anyway moving on to the next point another common challenge that come up is a conflict of identity particularly when the beliefs we once held no longer resonate with us so i would say that our religious beliefs oftentimes shapes who we believe or think we are. It oftentimes shapes our self-concept. So when we are going through a spiritual evolution and a lot of our core traditional beliefs are being shaken up, another thing that it will cause us to do is to reevaluate our self-concept. Shifting into this new level of self-inquiry requires us to adopt beliefs that align with who we are becoming and not so much who we once thought we were. So common examples of this could be a transformation of your political ideology. So as your beliefs evolve, you may find that you have a new perspective that comes into conflict with certain political values and political ideologies you once had. I mean, as much as I would like to say that we separate church and state in this country and for those of you that are listening from other countries, I live in the United States. We know that this is not true. There's so many laws that are made within our country that are deeply influenced by Christian values. Examples of this pertain to abortion rights, where many arguments against abortion lean on our spiritual and philosophical perspectives regarding when life begins. So if you're going through a phase shift or a transition in your beliefs, that might be a common one that might shift for you. There's, I can go down and down the list where, I mean, if you're not from the United States, like it's the current prevalent value that Republicans are more pro-life and anti-abortion and Democrats are more pro-abortion and about free choice or the uh, 
um, a woman's right to choose. So when fear belief shifts, you might shift parties or shift to a party that aligns with those values. Another one is redefining your own personal values. So as you undergo spiritual evolution, your values will naturally shift and beliefs that once strongly resonated with you may no longer serve or align with your evolving self. So for instance, you might have had firm convictions about gender roles in the household based on a specific spiritual principle. However, as you spiritually evolve, your perspective may shift towards adopting a more egalitarian view on gender roles within our society. I know that was one for me. I know it came from a very, I would say I had a rigid Christian value, but there was definitely a strong sense of gender roles. Like as a woman and as a wife, this is your duties, this is your role, your job is to take care of the household in this way. But as my values and my values and my beliefs shifted, I adopted a more egalitarian view where I did not see that the wife's role is X and the husband's role is Y. I see that those roles are more fluid within the household, especially in today's modern society. And another um, issue that may come up in the area of conflict of identity is you may reassess your life goals. A spiritual evolution prompts a reevaluation of your life's goals, often leading to entirely new aspirations for your life. For Maybe in the past, your focus was solely on personal gain and individual success. But now that your beliefs have shifted, your considerations may expand to include others and emphasize how you can give back and serve the community. As you undergo spiritual evolution, gaining new spiritual insights can create conflicts with previously held beliefs. This experience prompts a natural reevaluation of your original belief system, even leading to questioning whether your current faith is the right fit for you. As you experience a conflict in your belief, you may go through what is called cognitive dissonance. So cognitive dissonance, as defined by the American Psychological Association, is an unpleasant psychological state resulting from inconsistency between two or more elements in a cognitive system. It is presumed to involve a state of heightened arousal and to have characteristics similar to psychological drives, such as hunger. Thus, cognitive dissonance creates a motivational drive in an individual to reduce the dissonance. So let me explain this further. Cognitive dissonance is the uncomfortable feeling that we get when our values, beliefs, behaviors, or attitudes are out of alignment. So to reduce or minimize this discomfort, we may be inclined to reject any new information that does not support an existing belief, or we will come up with an explanation to justify an existing belief regardless of the incongruencies, or we will only accept information that supports a given set of beliefs. So just to help you understand what cognitive dissonance is, I have some examples. One common belief, a traditional belief in religion, specifically in the church, is biblical literalism. So belief is that the Bible is 100% based on fact. So because we believe the Bible is based on fact, we may reject any scientific evidence of evolution. So the cognitive dissonance that's at play here is struggling to reconcile biblical literalism with scientific evidence that contradicts the narrative of creationism. Another example is having a rigid set of beliefs about gender roles. So the belief is that men have authority over women. So based on this belief, we will use scripture or people will use scripture to justify men's superiority over women. So the cognitive dissonance that is at play here is grappling with evidence that debunks this belief, like a woman holding a leadership role within an organization, while making efforts to maintain the status quo. So one more example is devaluing the spiritual beliefs of others. 
So the belief is the religion I practice is the only one true religion. So as a result, you'll have intolerance or people will express rather intolerance of others' beliefs. The cognitive dissonance that's at play here is that the person will have difficulties embracing aspects of other religious traditions that are in alignment with your values. So even though you see that, oh, I'm Christian, I promote love, kindness, and compassion. This person's a Buddhist, they promote love, kindness, and compassion, but they're still going to go to hell just because they're Buddhist. So it doesn't matter that we have the same values. What only matters is that we are both of the same religion. And of course, I can go on and on about the many different challenges that going through a spiritual evolution while you're still holding on to traditional beliefs can be a, a huge roadblock for you to go, get through as you are trying to spiritually evolve. So the thing is, holding on to certain beliefs may inhibit your ability to grow spiritually. This may lead you to feel stuck, but to move past feeling stuck, you have to be willing to trust where you know the divine is leading you. Religion offers us a framework to enhance our understanding of the divine within the universe, but it's not the sole limit. You feel confined to a rigid dogma and it can constrict your spiritual growth. The fact that you may be feeling stuck is a sign for you to move forward. And when this happens, what do you do? This is what I wanted to focus on for this episode today because I know this is a common problem that people experience and I want to offer some support for you. So here are some tips that I have for you on how to balance your traditional beliefs with an evolving spirituality. So the first thing that you can do is evaluate your traditional beliefs. How do you go about this is to first reflect on the core tenets of your traditional beliefs. These may be beliefs that shape your identity, impact your upbringing, or spiritual practices you regularly engage in. So you want to begin to reflect on that first. And then the next step is to evaluate their meaning. Think about the significance that these beliefs hold in your life. How has this changed over time? Do they align with where you are now on your spiritual journey? And after a period of reflection and evaluation, you want to evaluate the impact and the cultural significance of these beliefs. So identify which religious traditions are no longer in alignment with where you are now on your spiritual journey. So I talked about this before, I believe, but just to give an example of how to evaluate traditional beliefs, one for me was um, purity culture. That was a core belief of my faith and of my upbringing that it was very heavily taught that as a woman, I have to save myself for marriage or my virginity was a gift that I give my husband on my marriage day. That was one core belief that I evaluated in my spiritual evolution process. For me, I felt like it promoted a lot of unhealthy views on relationships and sexuality. I've seen within myself and within others how it really caused suppression of natural sexual feelings and thoughts and habits that led to an unhealthy impact in their relationship and in their life later on. So that was one belief that I evaluated and I've decided to reject because it no longer aligns with what my thinking now is on sexuality and the human body based on science. If you're seeking to balance your traditions with your evolving spiritual beliefs, you can seek to integrate instead of replace. You can choose to integrate new beliefs into your current belief system instead of replacing it. You know the saying, you don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So similarly, you can take an, a comparable approach to your spiritual evolution. The fact that you're undergoing a spiritual growth and experience a shift in your traditional beliefs 
and values doesn't necessarily mean you have to completely walk away from your faith. However, if you're in a space where you're on the fence or unsure, embrace it. That's okay too. You don't have to completely walk away. Instead, consider how you can integrate your newfound perspective into your current belief system. So for example, if you're a Christian who has adopted new values that differ from your upbringing or community norms, explore ways to adapt them into your faith as a Christian. So for example, I know a common, at least from my experience, um, a common belief is that men are the head of the household, so they have superiority over women. A lot of Christian um, biblical teachings around that were based off one Adam being created first, so that gave him authority because God created man first. I mean, I mean, there's even um, Ephesians, I believe six. There's other scriptures in the Bible that people use to justify this idea that men should have authority over women, but as a Christian, and this was when I was still deep in the church, I decided that I no longer adapted that value of belief based on the belief that, or based on the scripture rather, that God created humans, man and woman, in his own image. So that means both man and woman made in the image of God made us both equal. So you see there how I shifted a belief while in the church that was based on scripture without having to think, oh, I have to completely give up being Christian. So a way to integrate instead of replace is to explore different interpretations. So if you are a Christian, maybe you can research the different interpretation of scripture or of that belief that you are in conflict with. Think about how there are so many different denominations, schools of thought and theologies that exist out there. So any single belief that you may have or have been taught, there's always a different way to interpret it or to explain it in a way that is aligned to where you are now in your faith journey. So regardless of whether or not you believe all people of a given faith think and believe the same, the reality is we don't. Christians, for example, have widely differing points of views, even on the idea of heaven and hell alone. If you still have a strong connection to your traditional spiritual path, consider ways you can integrate your evolving beliefs into your current practice. When seeking to balance your traditional beliefs with your evolving spiritual faith, you can identify a common ground between the traditional and your new beliefs. Your goal is to find values that align between both. What timeless truths transcends both your traditional beliefs and your evolving spiritual values? One thing that has helped me here is looking toward universal principles for guidance. These are principles based on love, compassion, justice, service, and empathy toward others. Where do your traditional beliefs and evolving spirituality intersect when it comes to these universal principles? For example, I know one timeless scripture in the Bible is 1 Corinthians 13, where it lists all the attributes of love. And let me tell you, it ministers regardless of your cultural background, faith, or where you come from. You can agree that love is kind, love is patient, that it is not self-seeking. I mean, this scripture provides evidence of what to look for to know that you are truly loved. When you're seeking to find common ground, another thing that you can do is focus on the aspects of your faith that centers on spiritual growth, building a connection to the divine, and um, self-improvement. For example, the parable of the Good Samaritan is one example. I mean, for those of you who don't know, it's Luke 10, which exemplifies the importance of compassion, kindness, or helping others. Another thing that's taught a lot in churches like recognizing or exemplifying the fruits of the spirit that comes from like Galatians 5 where it says but the fruits of the spirit is love joy peace forbearance kindness which highlights the virtues that lead to personal growth and positive interactions with others 
So if you are navigating the balance between your religious beliefs and involving spirituality, consider recognizing where universal principles transcend both your religion and evolving spiritual beliefs. Though it might feel uncomfortable, one thing you can do when you're seeking to find balance is to embrace the unknown as you navigate your spiritual journey. So one thing that rigid spiritual dogma does is that it forces us into adopting the notion of certainty. It teaches us that for sure, if you follow this set of rules, you will make it into heaven, receive blessings and be, be favorable before God. But the truth of the matter is nothing in life is certain. In our need for certainty, what we are really seeking for is security. So of course, letting go of this idea of certainty and embracing the unknown will feel scary at first. And going back to religious principles that transcend time and culture, even in the Bible, it says we walk by faith and not by sight. So what does that tell you? Embrace the mysteries of this universe with curiosity instead of fear. And another thing I have to offer you is to embrace the journey and not the destination. So when you're venturing out on the spiritual journey, it is easy for us to focus on the end goal. I want to become more spiritual. I want a deeper connection to the divine. I want a deeper understanding of the universe. Regardless of the level you attain, it is our human nature to always aspire to be in a greater place than where we are now. Know that every step on your spiritual journey is a meaningful part of the path. A part of embracing the journey is allowing room for your beliefs to shift over time as you gain a new perspective. It is the ability to adapt and adjust as you journey forward. You can also simply create room in your life to honor the traditions that still hold meaning for you. So you may be wondering, how do I honor my religious traditions as my spiritual beliefs are evolving? Well, here are a few examples of what you can do. You can read sacred texts. Just because you're spiritually evolved does not mean that you have to throw out sacred texts that once held meaning for you in your life. As your consciousness is expanding, you might begin to view those same scriptures through a new lens. You may now be enlightened with a fresh perspective on what divine messages are coming through, and you enrich this experience by reading relevant books from authors who have done extensive research on the text. So for me... Uh, even when I was deeply involved in my church, I would read the scripture over and over again, the same passages over and over again. And every time I read them, I always walked away from it with new insight. So imagine now as you're beginning to spiritually grow and spiritually evolve, when you reread those same scriptures with this new profound thinking, you will have new insights to walk away with that you can then apply to your life. Another thing you can do is Continue to practice those rituals and ceremonies that hold meaning to you. What rituals and sacred practices still have significance in your life or has helped to strengthen your connection with the divine? I noticed being a spiritual life coach, a lot of times I'll have people that ask me questions about like how to use tarot cards or how do I use crystals or whatever the new age, you know, popular Instagrammy thing that's out there to do. A lot of people think, oh, I'm spiritually evolved or shifted my spiritual beliefs. So that means now I have to practice these things that we often learn through trends. You don't even have to do any of that. Just because you spiritually awaken doesn't mean that these are now things that you have to or supposed to do. If you're drawn to it, that's fine. But if you know what already holds meaning and value in your life, you already know what connects you to divine. If prayer still holds meaning to you, continue to pray. If you find restoration and daily meditations and continue to meditate you don't have to give it up or adopt new spiritual practices i for a while when i left the church i 
had, a, I was in a confusion space with um, God. I was believed in God. But when it came to communicating, I was in a very confusing space. So I, I just stopped praying just for that reason alone. But once I learned about affirmative prayer, that made sense to me. So I rekindled my love for prayer and communion with God through the practice of affirmative prayer. So I'm sharing this example with you to say that you may choose to engage in these practices and rituals traditionally or adopt a practice to suit where you are now in your journey. So here I've shown you that while balancing traditional beliefs with an evolving spirituality, you can still respect the traditions that hold meaning for you. Understand that spiritual growth is an ongoing journey. So I encourage you to acknowledge the need for flexibility as you adapt and grow. Know that balancing is a dynamic act and never a fixed state. It involves continuously reevaluating your traditional beliefs and values, the integration of new insights into your current mental framework, finding common ground between your traditional beliefs and evolving faith, savoring the journey as you move into the realm of the unknown, and honoring traditions that hold meaning and purpose in your life. In seeking balance, explore evolving spiritual beliefs as a fundamental aspect of personal growth and welcome the unknown. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Love a Sofa Rebellion podcast? Well, here are a few ways that you can support. Write a raving review or leave a five-star rating wherever you are listening. Share this episode on social media or with a friend. Also, if you'd like to connect with me, and you can call, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at a Sofa Rebellion. Thanks again, and don't forget to subscribe so that you're notified as soon as the next episode is out. Thank you.